Jam in the AM, closing out hour number two, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. When you hear that song on JM and the AM, there's a good chance it'll be followed by the co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh, who is celebrating an amazing end of 2017. That's right. We may be on January the 2nd of 2018, but they are still celebrating for good reason the end of 2017 at Nefesh Benefesh. Rabbi Yehoshua Fass, co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum. It's great to be on. Oh, is it wonderful to have you on the air? And what an ending to the year, I must say. Amazing. 93 Olim landed Wednesday, last Wednesday at Ben Gurion Airport as part of the organization, as part of uh, Nefesh Benefesh's last group flight of 2017. And then, Rabbi Fass, and you have to describe this scene for me. I hope it's as dramatic as I think. At the same time, 103 individuals came to the Nefesh Benefesh office in Jerusalem to make Aliyah live and in person. That must have been amazing. It was, it was an amazing scene, but let's flip it. It actually happened. I was here in the morning in the Yushalayim, the Jerusalem headquarters, yeah. and already the day was the office starting to fill up with individuals, and people were coming in. Now, 100 people coming to change their status to make official Aliyah. Some people bring spouses. Some people bring their families. <laughs> some people bought their entire seminary. Um, and, and the place, we had hundreds of people in and out of the office the whole day, and uh, the shrieking, and the dancing, and the balloons, and the, and the flowers. It, it just it took over the office. And, and in one day, a hundred people to change their status from tourists or from yeshiva students or their year or their gap year is an incredible day. Uh, but it actually added up to 1,200 people oh. uh, during the course of the year who, after their gap year or extended stay or the extended you know, employment trial or a pilot trip, they change their status here in Israel. So it was, it was a culmination. It wasn't just an incredible day in itself, which it was, and very energized. We, not, we haven't had a day like that <laughs> in the office for a while, but it also was a culmination of a very exciting year and the most successful year in the last 15 years of Nefesh's existence of that many people um, being in touch with us during the course of the year and us facilitating their aliyah. Net. And then, mm-hmm. in, on all of that, then yeah. I was running around the <laughs> office and saying mazel tov to a bunch of people. At, tw- at 12 o'clock, I headed off out to Ben-Gurion Airport, and uh, a plane of uh, almost 100 people landed. It was 93 people. Wow. Most of them were from a plane from, from JFK, but we also had some, uh, some individuals from California that landed at the same time and a group of family from Canada. So we had like these three little mini-groups that coalesced into one, 
and just with them for a couple of hours in their initial processing and just uh it was an incredible end of the year, incredible day of seeing uh, people who have tasted Israel, who've lived Israel here, uh, decide that after dating Israel, it was time for a full marriage. <laughs> and it was interesting to see the excitement of individuals who, after months of planning, landing here um, amongst fun, fanfare and just a lot of love from our staff and, and for and from some, the government officials, it was beautiful. And for some of them, it was very few dates. For some of them, they had only been dating Israel for a couple of months, frankly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is, which is unbelievable. Um, is, there, is there something, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you or your staff felt this at all, is there something about the group of young men and women, and remember, we're talking about 17, 18, 19-year-olds. That's the group we're talking about right now. Is there something about the group that's there now in seminary and yeshiva during 5778 that is unique? Did anybody in your office get the feeling like there's something extra special about this group and therefore we will expect by the end of 2017 record-setting numbers among those who've just been in Israel for a few months? Or you're growing at such a rapid rate that you're just breaking records year after year at this point? I don't know. I think we're seeing a lot of interest uh, during the year at certain events of a younger population coming out, a uh, part of the yeshiva and seminary group of kids who are interested in, uh, who are looking at options here. I think uh, the options are not just as a default or secondary options, but actually looking as opportunities. Um, there are individuals who are deciding whether or not to go back to college, to university, um, are actually looking at it as opportunities to stay here. And there are opportunities to stay here not only just with, with what's happening on a technological level here and almost being here at the Silicon Valley number 2 mm-hmm. in Israel, but there are opportunities as well of just tuition savings, of just uh, right. the enormity of the fiscal uh, uh, burden of, of going through university in the States, whereas here the, the country embraces the Olim and actually offers them you know, free tuition. Right. Uh, to, so, so there are opportunities here, and we're seeing a little bit more interest, actually a lot more interest of that population, and we're seeing a growing trend of younger adults, of younger olim, um, making aliyah. So, and we're trying to leverage that and, and invest in that and, and create a catalyst so that there's more of that aliyah. Oh, it's unbelievable. And, uh, and, th- and this is permanent, right? I mean, when, the, when they come to your office on December 29th, this is, this is the real deal. They are staying in Israel. I'm not saying they're not going to visit outside of Israel to go see friends and relatives at some point, but this is it. They're really moving there. And, and I just want the audience to realize that, that this type of commitment is being made by these teenagers, which is just remarkable. Uh, uh, it's remark. It's remarkable that many of them are going to go to the army, right? And uh, many of them, and and they're making a decision. This is lifetime decisions, and I think it's it's funny because they've come to our office a bunch of times during the year um, to get you know guidance and to consult with us and to get some paperwork in. But we have an arrangement with the government of Israel that twice a month we have clerks from the government that come to our office. We have actually under lock and key their computers and printers, uh. and and our office twice a month becomes an official. Ministry of Interior office. Got it. So they're sitting in our offices, and which they've been accustomed to in the past, and all of a sudden they're sitting next to a government official, and they get their official documentation, wow. and it shows that they're Israeli. It's real this time, oh. and they're like, they're holding this up, and it sinks. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I'm an Israeli citizen. 
Um, but uh, and and it's fun and it's exhilarating to be there for them at that moment and to facilitate it and to witness it. It's just uh, it's great. Now, did you get any panic phone calls from North America from parents saying to you, "Oh my gosh, they're there for eleven weeks and they're ready to actually make Aliyah help me out here"? <laughs> or, no, not yet. That's or great. they haven't gotten my number yet. That's good. that's great. If parents have only been supportive, no, that's, that's absolutely wonderful. When they get to this point, um, uh, they're not rebelling against uh, families' wishes. Right. This is, they're coming from extremely supportive families, um, individuals who take pride in their children's decisions, who've, uh, who the parents are investing, uh, I mean, uh, forget it, parentally into, into their children to give them this sense of Zionism and the centrality of the state of Israel. So we're getting, uh, obviously, there is that... Uh, you have that conflict of, I want my child to be with me, near me, but at the same time being tremendously proud of them, of the decisions that they make. Unbelievable. Your office must have just been a one big party scene that day. I'll tell you, just incredible. Rabbi Yosh- Some staff are actually looking for earplugs because the shrieking was a little bit off the, Rabbi, off the scale. And, and you're serious that in some cases, almost the entire seminary showed up, right? You're it was insanity. <laughs> it's not just family and friends, or or. And young... they came, and Nachum, they came early, so we we didn't know what to do with eighty kids. So we put them out in the cold balcony on our porch because they were just taking up too much space. And we're like, it's going to take an hour for them to come down. No, we're waiting and then dancing it. and singing. I just good. love it. Unbelievable. Um, Rabbi Yoshua Fass is with us. And uh, as you mentioned, aside from that day, uh, the uh, close to hundred that showed up at Ben Gurion Airport to close out. Uh, 2017. All right, so now the official uh, total number of North American Olim is over 3,500. Actually, it's 3,633. Uh, the the question- we actually threw in seven more in the last day, <laughs> right wow. before January 1st close. So we're at 3,640. Oh wow! Really, uh, exactly. Um, it's the same as last year. We're talking about the same figures. Right. So at the same time that we're happy that we helped and facilitate the dreams of 3,640 Olim from North America, plus another 500 um, individuals from the UK, which is it's an incredible blessing to help uh, over 4,000 people make their move to Israel and be there for them before, during, and after. They're still, you know, you're still waiting for more, and you're still hoping for a greater wave and a greater representation from our beautiful communities and, and schools and shuls and federations to uh, to make this move but what we is, have the patience right. and we have the infrastructure right so uh, what what does this make the grand total now around how many uh, since the founding of nefesh benefesh it was uh, close to 54 55,000 unbelievable rabbi yoshua fass is with us now just a, i'm just curious about this procedurally could i mean you just described that there's a time every month where your office turns into a government clerk's office uh, so this could have been done, for instance, in January or in November. Was was it literally like this because there's a benefit to doing it a few days before the end of the secular year, or just a coincidence that it happened uh, during December? All these people come to the office to make Aliyah at the same time. We've had large numbers before. We've had 50, 60, 70 sometimes during the day. Even, not, was, even not in December. Even not in December. Uh, during the whole year, if right. you're averaging, if there are 1,200 people doing this during the year, in the 12 right. months, you're going to get 100. But there's some, there's some, and one day to have 100 people, that right. was a tremendous spike, and especially just the makeup of the, of the group. So there was a push, I don't know why, <laughs> at the right. end of December 2017, maybe people wanted a 2017 Aliyah date, no idea, but, uh, 
but we welcomed it because I'm, and, th- you know, I'm thinking it's funny. Uh, in, if you if if you see um, if if you read certain things that people have written about the year in Israel, uh, it always seems like Hanukkah is a very very important time of the year for people, families, and individuals to consider moving to Israel. I'm wondering if that if that spirit of Hanukkah just lasted a couple of more weeks and the and the push for Aliyah just you know came from that. Who knows? There's a lot. There, there, there are a lot of feelings on Hanukkah. I agree with you. Hanukkah is a midway year for a lot of kids who are right. here Shana Bet and for families who are celebrating and they remember what it was like back at at home. Um, and the contrast is is remarkable. The tis the seasons for the complete uh, Hanukkah absorption here. It's the contrast is 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 so remarkable that it's 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 almost impossible to ignore. Wow. And and it, and it enlightens a certain sense of emotional calibration. I'll give you a cute story. My 10-year-old came over to me on, during Hanukkah, and he said, do you want to hear something weird, Abba? I was like, what? He was like, I heard that there's some places that the dreidel says sham <laughs> instead of po. Isn't that weird? <laughs> and and, and I was, it was the most amazing moment. And I, I was like, I didn't have what to respond. Because, he, first of all, it's beautiful that you have a kid um, yeah, who has no idea? Who has no idea of 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 the relation of a you know of a diaspora yearning to to be in the and and just it was it was it was a hysterical moment that and is, a very profound moment at the same time. And you're thinking back to the dreidel that you grew up with. <laughs> it's unbelievable, and it reminds me of my 15 year old nephew in Israel who was floored when he found out that there are people in the world who keep two Pesach seders. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable! It's so incredible at that age yet, unbelievable. Well, uh, and as you and as you say, uh, in terms of the season, it's much much different than Israel than it is anywhere else in the world. Concentrating on the miracle of Hanukkah everywhere, it's just everywhere, and it's so amazing. Uh, well, Mazal Tov! Uh, just an incredible day, and really an incredible end to 2017 for Nefesh Ben Nefesh and all these young people who are making Aliyah. I'm sure you have uh, incredible plans for 2018 as you uh, invite everybody to download their application to go to nbn yes. nbn.org.il. I would guess, because we know uh, how busy, because we're honored that, that you always included us, we know how busy the summer season is. I guess now would be the time that those who want to head to Israel uh, during the summer after the school year would start to really make a serious push and get those applications in, right? Yeah, from now to Pesach is really the decision-making time. Um, People are coming back from their Hanukkah, New Year's vacation, and uh, perms around the corner. From now until Pesach is when the decisions are made. We have the mega event coming up in March, and uh, that's when really people uh, flip the switch of whether or not they're making Aliyah this summer. Uh, applications are pouring in now to our office. We're, we're, We're setting up one on ones and Skypes and seminars and programs in different states. And from uh, this point until the summer, it's, it's, it's facilitating those dreams. I really wonder what the ripple effect will be uh, from this incredible day of all the kids coming to your office at the end of December. I wonder if in January so, uh, many of their colleagues will be doing the same thing on those special days when your office turns into a government office because they're going to go back to their seminary, they're going to go back to their yeshiva, and they're just going to... You know, it, the, the whole feeling is going to become infectious with so many others. And uh, who knows? Who knows what kind of ripple effect all of this is going to have? Correct. Just I incredible. Hope.
Yeah, I hope as well. I hope and pray. Oh, it's so amazing. It's so incredible. I'm telling you, it must be at the heart of the collective Jewish experience that we must be in Israel, because every time we have these discussions, I get so excited. I'm telling it brings it brings even for even for someone like me who's thousands of miles away, it brings out so such incredible emotions just to hear what the uh, young people are doing and how they are changing uh, Jewish life for all of us uh, by making this commitment to the land and the state of Israel. Just remarkable. Uh, Thank you. Anyway, Rabbi Fass, what can I tell you? Mazal Tov. Thank you so much. Great. It's always great to speak to you. Great to speak with you. Mazal Tov 3,640 times, and we're hoping that in 2018 that number goes up and up and up. That's our big bracha to you. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you again soon and uh, continue your amazing holy work. One of the great... He- I know you don't like me saying this, especially with you on the phone. No, phone-box. I'm going to hang up before you do. <laughs> <laughs> Love you dearly. Thank, Talk to you later. Thank you so much. One of the great heroes of the Jewish people. When the books are written about 21st century Judaism, you will see the name Rabbi Yoshua Fass in bold right there with his colleague and co-founder Tony Gelbard right there on the page that I can guarantee you. Simply amazing. Information about all of this regarding Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il. Get those applications in, nbn.org.il. Amazing. Just amazing. 